Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 748, Why I'm Taking Back My Evenings, by Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com, and I'm Justin Mollick, the guy that reads blog posts to you every single day of the year, with permission from the websites. Today's post is from Kate Flanders. She has a new book coming out in just a couple of weeks, and I'm gonna do a special episode with her in about a week, so definitely stay tuned for that. But for now, let's hear her post as we optimize your life. Why I'm Taking Back My Evenings by Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com. Hello, friends, and hello, December. It's hard to believe that my year of slow living experiments is almost over. It started with the slow morning experiment in January, where I allowed myself to wake up naturally and have a slow, quiet morning before the start of each day. Slow mornings are something I've managed to continue with all year and have helped lower my anxiety about both work and life. Now, this year of experiments has come full circle and it's time to focus on slowing down my evenings, particularly my bedtime routine. If I've never mentioned it before, I've always been a troubled sleeper. The first time I can remember experiencing an extended stretch of insomnia was in the ninth grade, age 14. I would either lay awake until 3 a.m. and then sleep for only a few hours, or I would wake up around 3 a.m. and never fall back asleep. This went on for weeks, before I was finally so exhausted that my body just knew what it had to do. And then I would sleep well for a few weeks or months until my insomnia came back for another stretch of time. It's fair to say I've had at least one or two stretches of insomnia every year since. So I wouldn't consider myself an insomniac and I feel fortunate to get the amount of sleep that I do, but I still don't have the healthiest sleep pattern and I know there are two things to blame. The first is that most nights, I don't give myself a lot of downtime before bed. This past month was the worst because the book launch has meant there is work I could do at all hours of every day, but I'm currently in the habit of working right up until bedtime, then closing my laptop, crawling into bed, and trying to fall asleep right away. There's been no time to read and no time for a bath and no time to just be quiet and do nothing. I've actually been falling asleep okay, but that's because of my other bad habit. I can't even believe I'm saying this. I bring my phone to bed with me and I've been opening the Netflix app and falling asleep to the quiet sound of a boring show. I know, I know, I know. I've combined the two worst things you could do in bed, look at your phone and watch TV. I will say I don't do this all the time. It's a bad habit I seem to pick up when I'm stressed or sad. I did it for a couple of months in 2015 and I did it for a couple months in 2016 
and I've been doing it a lot since the dogs died. It's like my body and mind can't take the silence and I just need a little comfort that I no longer find in alcohol or food. So I just do it. I don't feel good about it and I don't even like admitting it. But it's because I don't feel good about it and don't want to admit it that I know it's time to change the habit for good. And you guys are the best accountability partners a girl could ask for. So that's why I'm sharing it here. My intention for December is to take back my evenings altogether. That starts with signing off from work earlier and having at least a couple of hours to myself. With the book coming out in just six and a half weeks, I know the to-do list will continue to scroll through my mind, but I really need that downtime. I wanna curl up on the couch with tea, read for fun again, it has all felt like work lately, and soak in a lot of Epsom salt baths. That's what my body and mind really need. What I don't need is my phone or Netflix in bed, so that is changing cold turkey today. I've deleted the Netflix app, and the phone will lay upside down on my dresser, out of reach. Maybe I'll eventually get to the point where I don't even bring it into my bedroom, but I have a lot of early morning interviews these days, so my phone's alarm clock is currently essential. So I'll relax after work, then read in the tub and or in bed, and fall asleep without the soother that my phone has become. That's the plan for December. Experiment number 10, slow evenings. No work or social media after 7 p.m. After work, write down the next day's schedule and to-do list. No TV or phone after 8 p.m. and definitely not in bed. Read a book every night, probably in the bathtub. And create or practice or share my new bedtime routine. I've known I needed to do this experiment all year, but I think there's a reason I pushed it to the very end because it meant I would have to share my dirty little secret with you that I'd bring my phone to bed and because I would have to stop doing it. In the minimalism and simple living space, I feel this pressure to be totally awakened and in control of every part of my life, but I'm not perfect. I'm self-aware, but that doesn't mean I do everything right. Like I've said before, I'm just trying to do the best I can. We all are, and I'm really grateful I can share all parts of myself here with you. You just listened to the post titled Why I'm Taking Back My Evenings by Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com. Thank you for listening all the way through and being here every day with me. Hope you're having a great Thursday if you're listening in real time. And I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.